Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. I just want to come on here and talk to you about starting small and being okay with starting small. So this year, I have a pretty small cheer and dance team. Last year, we didn't really have a full team, but I, I did have a training session where I invited girls to come along. We didn't order anything. I just invite them to come along, told them and their parents, hey, for the next three months, from February to the end of April, we're just going to be practicing. So we'll have these rehearsals two to three times a week, and you're going to see if this is something that you want to do And once we get to auditions. And I want to say I started off with like 21 21 to 25 I probably ended with eight or nine at the end and then from that I think only two or three girls ended up trying out some of my girls graduated they went on to high school but the other girls came from they weren't even in my program at all they were at home learners but they also didn't have dance so they were completely new to me And so I had a small team. I started with a small team. I said I wasn't going to have another cheer audition in the fall, which is very new for my school and my program. Usually in middle school, they wait until the fall to have auditions because you have like incoming sixth graders. It's not like high school where they traditionally have it the year before. But I wanted to set my program up like that because I wanted to get new uniforms and just had everything set by the time school started. So looking at this small team, I'm like, well, I got quality girls. They want to be here, which is what I really care about. I'm focusing on building, building my program, like building rapport, setting our values, things like that. But I did begin to worry at the end of last year, like, what will people think? I will say I worried about that, not in a sense of insecurity, but more so is it normal to them? Because this is only my second year at the time I was in my first year and I've seen pictures of their old cheer squad and they have like 30 girls, you know, anybody who wanted to participate or 20, 25 It was a huge team and I could tell it was still like that because even when I did this call for girls to come and be a part. And so I started being concerned about what would people think, not so much that I care what people think. It was more from a place of. Is this normal for them? Will it be a problem that I have a small team? I don't really have a problem, but I knew Y'all are used to these huge teams, but my vision for the program is that I want us to be more uh, eventually competitive. I want there to be real training that's happening across cheer and dance. And oftentimes in our communities, I will say in certain schools, they focus on cheer or dance after school as just something that's fun. And I'm all for that. I believe you. we can have fun while we're doing it. But <laughs> I take what I do seriously as well. And I know 
girls who end up wanting to be a part, they also want to get better. They also want to go to these little competitions that they host for us and be competitive. They also want their jumps to get higher or they bop mods to get stronger and higher and looser in their hip sockets. Like they want these things, but sometimes they don't understand the work that it takes to get to that point. They just see the dance part because they got that down but not so much the work it takes to condition and the training that goes into the technical aspect to get those fine details fine-tuned. <laughs> and so with that, I don't, I've seen old videos. I know that wasn't so much the focus of the previous program and the previous director. So Sometimes with me focusing on that, making it tedious, you know, a lot of girls are realize really quickly, I'm not that serious about it. (laughs) I just want to come here almost like I'm doing a TikTok dance and just be on stage and be in my uniform. And that's not really the space I'm cultivating anymore. And I've had to grow increasingly more comfortable with that being my new vision because I understand what people are used to even at my school but I know and I'm confident in what I'm building and it's taken me time even now to continue to own that and own that I would rather have girls who want to be here girls who are committed girls who want to take this seriously they want to grow and they understand that the fun comes in in the process the fun comes while we're doing it the fun comes in the fact that you chose to be here so that part is fun but you want to train you want to get better you want to be the best you you want to be a part and you know that the fun comes in things that we're doing and the the process of us getting better and so I I wanted to get on here and talk about accepting, being okay with, embracing small beginnings because I was asked maybe two times, and I'm not sure why. I'm like, is that the question of the day? <laughs> I've been asked by two different teachers, hey, how did your dance audition go? Because I had a second dance audition, I want to say like last last week and the reason I had this dance audition my initial intention to have the dance company audition was to offer a free after school thing and just kind of let them train with my dance girls not my cheer girls but let them kind of train but they wouldn't have to buy anything it'll be completely free Whereas my dance team, they've already purchased items because they're doing cheer and dance. So they've purchased dance performance outfits and things like this. So I was like, I'll start dance company for those people who just want to dance after school or just want to get better in their technique. Then we'll have some after school rehearsals. Well, I only had two people show up. And I'm thinking there's going to be a high interest. Well, really, I don't know if I had an expectation. I was just like, you know, I'm hosting this audition if you want to be a part. And I had two girls show up. And so I had this idea while I was in the midst of it. I was like, well, if they are good and they want to be a part, 
I rather have them purchase the same dance items, not so much the cheer stuff. And then they'll also be company members, but it'll just make it easier if I'm just going to have this small team. And so today (laughs) I was asked by two different teachers at two different times. Hey, how'd your dance audition go? I was like, it went pretty well. They was like, did you have a lot of people show up? I was like, no, just two. And they was like, oh, and they got so sad about it. I wasn't sad. And I'm like, dang, should I be sad? And I was like, you know, it's cool. But I was walking. So, you know, I didn't stop to ask them what all is about. But I was like, you know, again, I understand that people have this expectation of what everybody wants to dance. All these kids always go to dance. They always want to dance or cheer or something after school. So I see another teacher at the end of the day, and he was like, how'd your dance audition go? And I was like, it went pretty good. And he was like, did you have a lot of people come out? I know a lot of girls would have been interested. And I said, well, I had two interested. He was like, oh, really? Wow. And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) I was like, what does that mean? But again, I didn't stop to ask or anything. I I was, I'm okay with it. I'm walking to my room like, should I, should I feel some type of way? But then again, I've already processed these type of emotions. Last semester, understanding that my numbers had went very low down. But what I've come to realize for myself is that me and whoever like I've had one student she used to always bring up the old director when she didn't like if we were focusing on more than cheer or if I would focus on the aspects of cheer that had to do with the stretching so that we can get higher jumps and the core exercises and the floor toe touches like those things I would hear with miss miss such and such used to da, da, da. and I would just look at her like I'm not a Hispanic woman and I can't become one I'm not the old director here I'm not the old cheer coach she was the same person like ain't nothing I can do about that you know and I know when people especially when kids do that they want to they do it in a way to try to make you feel bad or but I don't. I'm pretty secure in what I'm bringing. But if you want the old director and the old director's ways, you might want to go to the high school she transitioned to <laughs> because you're not going to get that here. And I've had to accept my own vision in order for me to be okay with small beginnings. Because again, when I first sent that call out for cheer and dance, when I was new, to the position and just kind of doing a training camp I started out with a large number because they're used to having everybody just come and if you come you make the team and I told them from get-go hey we're doing this and I'm gonna take you through this training camp for the next three months so you can really see if this is what you want to do because I already had it in my mind what my vision was going to be while I'm at this school I already had it in my mind the direction that I'm taking this team, 
the standards I want to have for it, how serious and and fun, the balance of that, how I want it. I already had that in my mind and I let the parents know that from jump. So to see my numbers dwindle, at first I didn't make the connection with my vision and the way that I operate against the way that many of them are used to because many of them were here under the many of them who quit were here under the last director's vision for at least two years and I'm like I can't help that and I want to say even a couple of weeks ago I had to give myself another pep talk like okay Whitley be okay with your numbers you know don't feel like Don't keep questioning whether the vision that you have is the right one, because even the last time you reopened auditions, you ended up with the same number you had when you started with, whether one girl, she made it and then end up transferring or another girl, she made it or she went through the whole fitting process and then you didn't hear from her. Or she signed up and then, like, I always ended back up with the same number. Same with this audition I just had. I probably ended up with two more people. (laughs) And I think it's probably going to be one because the other girl, she's now interested in step also, which I told her go for it. But she may have to choose because I think our rehearsals are going to be on the same day. And all of her friends are in step and they at that age where they want to be with their friends more than they some of them want to do what they really want to do so I just may end up with one more girl (laughs) than I had when I did auditions and it's been like that and I've had two different auditions since my initial audition and I feel like to me that's God saying rest in what I gave you don't second guess don't Don't feel like you need more. Embrace the small number because these young girls, they want to be here. You ain't got to bribe them. You ain't got to convince them. You ain't got to pull them by the teeth or hair. You ain't got to talk to their parents and reiterate why this vision is like this. You ain't got to continue to talk about why y'all are focused on conditioning and why y'all are doing certain things and not just coming in here and plopping on the floor or going through routines, but why you're actually conditioning the body and taking an hour to do so of each of y'all's rehearsal. Like you all have to do that with this group because they already understand because they chose to be here. It has nothing to do with you. (laughs) You can be Miss Trenchbolt, Miss Trenchbolt, and they will still be in here. And that's exactly what I asked for when I started building this program, when I started building after school, is that I said, I wanted girls who can be here because I remember how I was about dance. And I remember I used to want to go to a studio and be able to dance, but my mom couldn't afford it. So it wasn't until high school that I got to be consumed and stay after school and get to school early. And you can actually of my close friends, like I felt like I was only going to school for dance, but that's how I was in middle school. I just didn't have the team. I didn't have an after school program. We didn't have a dance teacher in middle school. So to me, I had to join cheer and then do sports. But those girls, they want to be here. And sometimes 
I know for me, even early on, I can have my mind so set on thinking about who's not here or should I have another audition or should I get more girls that at times I think early on I missed the beauty of just having this small number and just being fully invested and fully present with the number that I have. And to me, tonight I settled on because we had another rehearsal tonight. I was, I just was stretching with them and I'm like, man, I'm so glad I have this small number because the behind the scenes that I have to do, the ordering of stuff, and I'm doing all of this by myself, the planning of field trips, the meeting them at certain places, the talking to parents, it's a lot. And it's a huge learning curve, especially when I don't have any systems I'm following that I'm creating my own. I was like, this is a lot. I thank you, God, for this small number, because had I had to do this with 20 girls right now and like be effective and make sure I'm not missing a beat on this legal side. Oh, my goodness. And I don't have a a side coach, no, nothing like that. And we went to the cheer camp, I want to say two weeks ago now. And with most of the my districts middle schools who were there even if they team had 10 people there was a co-coach like I didn't see not one team that was there by their uh, where a coach was there by themselves from the smallest to the largest and I'm like I got seven girls and it can be overwhelming like they had coaches meetings that I had to go to and at least one coach could stay with them I'm like I got to lead them by themselves because I got to go to this meeting and get this information. So it'll be things like that to where I'm grateful and I'm falling into gratitude of, okay, let me do well and maximize the small numbers. Let me do well by them. Let me do well by training the bodies of six or seven girls. How do I tune my eye to the girls who are in the room how do I make sure I'm paying attention how do I give corrections how do I encourage how do I make sure everybody feels seen and heard how do I look for everybody's strengths and weaknesses and what leadership style stands out and that's difficult to do with a small number so this is the time where I get to kind of hone those skills myself as a coach And as a program director, as I build my program. And so while I'm thinking about this for me, as far as my work, this conversation applies to a lot of different areas, whether you're trying to build your own business, whether you're investing in a relationship and you're trying to build that. Embrace the small beginnings in a relationship, embrace the friendship phase, embrace it going slow and you just genuinely getting to know that person. Embrace the part of your business where you have one client, one client who's paying you or maybe you're doing it voluntary. Maybe you're an intern, invest, enjoy the intern phase and do it well. Enjoy when you're doing a lot of work and it seems like you're not getting paid 
what you want to get paid, but you know the value also comes in the experience that you're getting and the people that you get to be connected with and the people that you're around. Because sometimes value doesn't always come just through money. Like I tell myself all the time, this district can't pay me enough for all the work that I'm doing. And I really mean that. But for me, it's not about the money because a lot of the things... Well, most of the things that I'm doing are preparing me for what I want to do in the future when I'm not connected to the district in the same way. So sometimes you got to look at your experience in that way. How am I getting and giving value in my current situation and not forsaking any small beginning? Because there may not be a lot of people around, but the people who are around, the people who are faithful, be, be, give them, give them what they need. Give them what you said you would give them. Give them what you have committed to. On my feminine page, I've gained a lot more followers, but I promise you the same three, four people (laughs) at the time of this recording likes my post and half of those people be me from my other pages <laughs> I'm faithful but I say that to say I do it with joy because at some point it may be somebody listening to this like what I just saw Whitley on Oprah like at the time of this recording she had three people following her page <laughs> you know it may be absurd So I ask you to speak those things and be those things right now for yourself, too. It's about how you're showing up right now when nobody's looking, when nobody's watching, when there are one, two, three faithful people, if that. And sometimes it's you from your other pages. It's you patting yourself on your back. Or maybe it's your family or your close friends. Or maybe it's those two strangers that always in your amen section. Whatever it is, be faithful with what you have. Because those small beginnings is when you can make those mistakes before you're on a bigger platform. Those smaller beginnings are when you can make those errors and when you can test and try things out. Because when there are more people with eyes on you, when people are investing investing their money, when people are expecting just results and they don't care about the excuses, they don't want to hear nothing about, oh, I'm just trying something out. They ain't got time to be patient with your with all the mistakes you're making that you could have made when, you know, you were behind the scenes and when you were on a smaller level. This is the time to get more efficient because when people start investing money, they ain't the time to be experimenting. They ain't the time to be testing things out. They ain't the time to be trying to gather your skill of being efficient and effective They ain't the time to be going to classes and going to go learn more. At that point, you're just continuing to sharpen your skills. But the preparation happens behind the scenes with the few. It happens on that job that, you know, you like, but you can't see yourself working all the time. But it's giving you the experience that you need to sharpen the skills that you know you need moving forward. It may not be where you want the relationship to be right now, but if you know this person is real, is genuine, and you like the you like the person, get to know them as a friend. Be okay with it going slower, because this may be the first first time you have a relationship that's actually built on a stronger foundation 
then anything that is fleeting, let it be that. So that's all I have for y'all tonight is embrace small beginnings because small beginnings give you so much opportunity to cultivate the systems that you need when you got more people and eyes on you when you got more at stake it allows you to have them systems in place just to be on rotation when the demand gets high it allows you when you know the demand gets high and those eyes get on you for you to work with a level of efficiency and ease and poise it's the place where you can continue to prepare and do whatever it is you need to do. So for your grand presentation, when you out, you're worthy of the light that you're given that's on you. You're worthy of that spotlight. So don't forsake small beginnings trying to chase the numbers or chase the money or chase more following or chase more eyes being on you. All that's going to come in due time. All of it's going to come in due time. And when it does come, then you get to sit in the seat and be the chooser. You get to sit in the seat and relax and won't have to scramble and won't have to look for people and won't have to do all the things you feel like you have to do now because you've done the work. And then when it's your time, it's going to be your time. So embrace the small beginnings and, you know, appreciate them for what they it really is, which is an opportunity to prepare in the dark. I love y'all so much. And remember, get in alignment and receive your assignment. Talk to you soon.